This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. News of the Orioles being sold to a group led by David Rubenstein was broken on Tuesday night by our next guest as we head out to the WGK Law guest hotline. Joe John Oran from Puck News joins us now. And, John, thanks so much for joining us. We were talking in the last couple of days about how we were surprised at how fast this came together. I'm going to assume you weren't surprised? Uh, I, I wasn't really surprised. I, I don't think it, uh, they planned for the announcements to come as quickly as it did. Uh, I, I think uh, I got it up broken a little bit before they they wanted to. Huh. Um, but but uh, they've been negotiating, uh, you know, since uh, uh, when was it? Back in the fall, late summer, or, and, and so the, this was something that's been slowly sort of uh, moving moving forward. So when, when I first heard the tip, it did surprise me. Well, John, were you surprised by the number though? One point seven billion for the O's and Masson. You know, from at first blush, I was. I thought that it sounded like a really low number. Uh, but w- when you look at some of the comps, I think you know the uh, comps to, to, to uh, the Marlins, to the uh, to the Indians, uh, the the number fits in line with with those. I think recently, you know, the the Suns uh, in the NBA in Phoenix, they sold for I, I, I think. Four point one billion. You look at the commanders; they sold for over six billion, and so it, it, all the recent sales have been setting records. Uh, and so uh, you you kind of had an expectation that this also would be up there, uh, you know. But the the, the Baltimore market has been sort of a down market for yeah. uh, for, for baseball teams over the past you know, twenty years, twenty five years, and so it, it's going to take a little bit to get out, get back. And so, at first blush, yeah, it, lo- it looked really low. But when I when I started to consider it and, and look through it, it I, I think that the, the number is pretty uh, pretty pretty okay. So you are an Orioles fan, and you've now had some time to sort of marinate on this. And and everyone quickly made confirmed your reporting as officially official. How pumped are you <laughs> about this as a fan, and what this could mean? For the on-field product, and most explicitly, I think, right, the idea that guys like Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson um, might actually have more than one, you know, contract with us. Yeah, I don't want to get killed, but let me say something nice about uh, John Angelos, and that, that he, he went through a strategy, a strategy that I hated at the time because it led to 120 lost mm-hmm. seasons. Uh, at, but and he got killed. As, as he probably should have for embarking on that strategy, but we're seeing the fruits of that yes. strategy now. And so I believe, I'm not certain this is true, but I saw it on Twitter, so it must be, uh, <laughs> that they, uh, the Orioles set a major league record for 
having uh, three straight years as the number one prospect yes. Yes. in the minor leagues. Um, uh, and that's thanks to a strategy that, that was uh, supported by, by uh, John Angelos. So uh, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm not overjoyed necessarily, but I certainly am hopeful that these uh, new owners are going to come in and with their deep pockets, because the, the Angelos family didn't have deep pockets no. like, uh, like these guys do, with their deep pockets, they are going to be able to resign Adley Rushman, and they are going to be able to resign uh, Gunnar Henderson. Uh, and, and that this is, instead of, uh, instead of a window that looked like it might be three or four years of like, oh, God, we got to win w- within this window – this could be like look look at look at Houston and what they've done right. you know they, they and 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 they they're still one of the top teams in, in in the American League and that takes investment and I'm hopeful that these guys who made their money in private equity which is not known for its investment right. uh, d- decide that they want to invest in this team that's my hope we're talking to John Orrand. It's Inside Access here on the Fan. John, what what do you know or think? What becomes of because this is something we've been speculating out about since this happened. Oh, Masson, what becomes of it? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I've been trying to get get at that. Um, uh, uh, what I can tell you is that, uh, especially with uh, with Rubenstein and and uh, the, the billionaire owners, they wouldn't make a two billion dollar deal or a one point seven billion dollar deal without knowing what's going to happen to Masson. So there is going to be a resolution to, to, uh, to the, the Masson issues that have been bedeviling, uh, you know, the, uh, the Orioles, but more, I'm, I'm actually a DC native, uh, but, you know, even though I'm an Oriole fan, uh, but, but it's been hurting the nationals even more. There's going to be a resolution to that. What that is, I'm not sure. The Athletic reported that there have been some rumors that they might just sell it to Ted Leonsis, who owns the uh, regional sports network down here in, in, in D.C., and is desperate for summer programming because each, uh, all he has are the, the Wizards and Capitals in, 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 the, uh, in the winter. So that that's a p- potential uh, solution there. I'm not sure if that's what it is, but that's uh, some of the rumors that have been out there. John, I want to get back to the spending, though. I He's in place, Rubenstein, but this is yet to be made official by Major League Baseball. Could we expect an influx of cash in the short term prior to that? Could we see some signings or extensions prior to this being made official? I find it hard to believe that. I think it needs to get uh, to, to become official uh, for, for, for that to actually happen. Uh, but I... Uh, uh, I was just talking to some sources in, in, at the league office uh, today. It, it sounds like something that uh, nothing's ever rubber stamped until it is, but it sounds like something that's going to sail through. And the, the idea that this isn't going to be held up for months, it's more like something that's going to, you're going to see something within weeks. So I, I might, as a fan, I might be more uh, focused on the trading deadline or, or, uh, or in season um, uh, issues rather than uh, trying to, to uh, get the hot stove leak uh, up and running. I would imagine, and you don't really want to assume too much, but I, I would imagine that this new group would be looking at what you just noted, how much progress has been made here, and that you know they would want to, if anything, keep Michael Elias and Sigma Dell around here, or heck, maybe even promote Michael Elias to some bigger title, right? So then the GM title's open so you can keep in, you know, an Evie Rosenbaum or somebody else you know, you could you could keep the pipeline going there. Do you have any hunches whatsoever as to how meddlesome this group may or may not be? No, none. And I don't think 
they do either. I got well, because I've been covering sports business for a couple of decades, yeah. and, and people when, when they buy teams, sometimes they're like, "Oh no, I'm just going to be a caretaker," <laughs> and they turn meddlesome. And sometimes they start meddlesome, and they they, they quickly learn that they shouldn't be. Uh, and so I, I I hesitate to say to say anything with regards to that. But you know what I'm most excited about uh, as uh, speaking as a fan. Mm-hmm is just Cal Ripken's name, yeah, like sure. getting him back in. I just think that the that it's a trend that we're seeing. You saw down in the, the command, commanders, they now have uh, Magic Johnson as part of it, and he's been a vocal part of it that's sort of, you know, kind of whipping the fan base to, uh, together. Uh, having somebody that's so closely associated with the org. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Almost as an ambassador to the team is, you know, hopefully going to get people come just coming back to the park because even though uh, the Orioles won 101 games last year, attendance wasn't great, and so you know, it's anything that can sort of uh, re- revive this uh, sort of uh, um, it, dormant is that what you call it? But sure. O- Oriole fans are fervent. I like I, I've been one since the seventies, uh, and and the, the t- people love the team. It's it, it's a it, it's a big fan base. It's uh, surprisingly national. And if you are able to get those people back into the stadium, uh, it, it will take people like you know a Cal Ripken or you know even like a Michael Phelps, even though he he doesn't have an Oriole connection. There's certainly a Baltimore connection there. John, I'm curious, when the reports first started coming out, and obviously David Rubenstein will be the control man, but this name Michael Argetti's name was was involved. He's another guy, private equity guy. He's much younger than Rubenstein. What what do we know about him? Uh, we just I don't know as much about him as I should. Uh, he's not a local guy. He's uh, based in New York. Uh, another name that, that that was out there is uh is Bloomberg. You know, yeah. I, I think that what what you need to know about uh, about uh, these these guys is that they have deep deep pockets, and so if you want to look at at the glass being half full, uh, these are people that uh, that um, want to in, that you you will hope will want to invest in the team and uh, sign the people that we can sign uh, 
full term. I, God, I said we. I said when, <laughs> I, when I was coming on Baltimore radio, I was like, I'm not going to say we about them. I'm gonna, they're going to be the Orioles. <laughs> but, you know, sign, sign the players long term. And I, I, uh, just having the presence of other billionaires is, uh, is something that uh, Oriole fans should feel pretty good about. John Oran, he's from Puck News. Awesome John, work, great man. stuff, man. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Hey, on, you, you lifted this town up when we yeah. needed it. Everybody's down about the Ravens, and then your thing <laughs> yes. like comes out, and, and you like uh, happy days are here again. Yeah, so thank our, you. Turned our frowns to, upside down. Yes, you did. At me, they were like, "What the hell is Puck News?" I was like, "Trust me, this, uh, this, this one is right." <laughs> <laughs> John, thanks so thank much you. for your time. Thanks, guys. Hey, coming up next, Mike McDonald, Ravens defensive coordinator, now the head coach in Seattle, joined us earlier in the show. We'll play you some of that next here on the Fan. Inside access on the fan. It's 1057 the fans. Playoff push. Sponsored by Charm City Circulator. Let us take you around Baltimore for free. 1057 the fan. The, the days are long and the years are short, as Harbs likes to say, and I, it's you know it's definitely true in this case. That is uh, Mike McDonald, the new head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, formerly of the Baltimore Ravens, the defensive coordinator. He talked about being an intern in 2016 and now being an NFL head coach. And it feels quick to to us, but when we ask him about it, he goes, ah, it's been a long He's run. paid his dues. Yes. He's paid his dues. Uh, and when, when people have given him opportunities, maybe at a younger age than some would think or what the norm would speak to, but I'm not going to say less experience because he has built up experience. He has rewarded them. He rewarded John Harbaugh the first time for how he rose up the staff. He rewarded Jim Harbaugh when he plucked him from the staff to make him the defensive coordinator at Michigan in a year in which they made the playoffs and were one of the final four teams standing. And then he most richly rewarded John again when he then mm-hmm. took him and said, come do that job for me. And for two years, had one of the best defenses in football, including one this year, that did historic things. like And, and beca- did their job Sunday. Did more than did their job <laughs> Sunday. And, yeah, held Patrick Mahomes and company to 3.4 yards per play in the final nine drives of that game, surrendering just six points on 10 total first downs. And which was the first defense in league history to accomplish the triple crown of being number one in points allowed creating the most takeaways and the most sacks. Um, It's a shame that it ended the way it did, given how amazing his unit performed by and large. But talking to him today, I think he's definitely in the process. The grieving process, I think, is behind him. Yeah. It would have been a lot harder if he was still sitting in an office right now watching film, thinking about what could have been, rather than addressing the Seattle media for the first time. Hey, having a fully guaranteed six-year deal, that'll uh, put some smiles on your face. Well, according to if you missed it earlier, uh, evil Todd Munkin told us they got a catered exit meeting. That's so true. He missed, he missed, he missed out food. on that. Yeah, so. yeah, he could get it chipped out there if he wants. <laughs> and more from Mike McDonald, who joined us earlier. What drew him to the Seahawks? Well, uh, you know, I tried to explain it earlier, but I think I think you just have a affinity and a respect for how they've done things here in the past. And uh, there's a lot of parallels to, to the Ravens organization, too, as you guys probably know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once you meet the people involved and you realize that there's a lot of alignment there, uh, it just became very clear that this was the right move for uh, for Steph and I. Uh, Jason, you know their GM, John Schneider, pretty well. I do. He's, been, he's a, fr- a friend of the show, John Schneider. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think of uh, that organization? I think 
very highly of that organization. Um, he and Pete Carroll had a lot of success together early on. Um, they obviously went through a situation with their quarterback, Russell Wilson, that kind of turned that whole franchise on its axis for a couple of years. And they responded by getting back into playoff contention on the other side of that. Uh, I think John's one of the best evaluators in the game. And John is not a big ego guy. And don't trust me, there's there's a lot of egos in this business. Uh, I, John is one of these guys who hasn't really changed, um, even as he's become increasingly successful. And this is an important day for John, because let's be real. Pete Carroll hired John Schneider, not the other way around. They weren't hired together. It wasn't really a tandem. Like, he worked at the behest of Pete Carroll, who had final say in that building. Now John Schneider has final say, and the first thing he did, the first major move he made was hire Mike McDonald, and I think it's going to work out real well. I think so, too. You go from the oldest coach to the youngest coach. And look, Mike McDonald's going to an organization. They aren't in a complete rebuild. No. I mean, they had a winning record last year. I mean, and he's going to a much inferior conference in the NFC. It's not like this is a team bereft of talent. Now, is Geno Smith this franchise quarterback? No, but you can win with Geno Smith. Can you win a Super Bowl? Probably not, but you can be in the hunt. With Gino. One more from Mike McDonald, who joined us earlier in the show. And uh, uh, Mike, what about your replacement at defensive coordinator, Zach Orr? Yeah, I love Zach Orr. He's going to knock it out of the park. He is a future head coach in this league. So enjoy him while you have him. Um, <laughs> but the guys are going to play with their hair on fire and they're going to play together. I know that. And uh, Zach no- understands uh, what it looks like in Baltimore. And uh, he connects with the players better than anyone I've ever been around. And uh, Zach's going to do a tremendous job. It's a pretty rave review for a guy who was rumored to be going to Seattle as his defensive coordinator before the Ravens decided to keep him in the building. Yeah, that's got to have you fired up. And um, the pipeline of of Ravens defensive coaches continues. And look, I think Denard Wilson is going to be a head coach in this league. I I, I think Zach Orr is going to be a head coach in this league. Mike McDonald is a head coach in this league. Anthony Weaver still at some point, you know, might be a coach's league. Or, look, he might be somebody else's defensive coordinator as well as these machinations continue and people put their staff together, right? Dan Quinn leaves Dallas. What's Dallas going to do? Um, and that, that lineage has been going back a generation here now in Baltimore. And it, it's, it's not, it shouldn't be taken for granted. Not everybody has been able to continue to find impactful coaches like that. Coming up next, we get back to the sale of the Baltimore Orioles. And uh, did it surprise Ken Rosenthal? Of course, he's with The Athletic. He joins us next here on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. Magic of Orioles baseball when the game is close. Big news this week. It basically turned the frowns of uh, everyone in Charm City upside down after the Ravens lost on Sunday. We found out Tuesday that the Orioles' ownership is changing hands as the Angelos family will be selling to a group led by David Rubenstein. And here to talk about it on the WGK Law guest hotline from The Athletic and also Major League Baseball on Fox, it's Ken Rosenthal. And Ken, thank you as always for joining us. So how surprised were you that this came together so quickly? I can't say I was entirely surprised because I was hearing about it for a couple of weeks and we had another reporter hearing it as well. And frankly, we just couldn't nail it. But when we were hearing it, I kept thinking to, I don't know, the last five years, I would say, and all the times I've heard that they were about to be sold. So 
there was something of a, okay, here we go again, yeah. element to this, but I was hearing it. And in fact, they even mentioned it to Jason texting the other yeah. day that I was hearing it and then it happened. So I wasn't entirely shocked, but yes, when the news came, of course, it was surprising. Um, it sounds like this is something where we might be talking more in weeks or maybe a couple of months than we are long term for this to get approved by MLB. Like, I can't imagine it gets this far and all these press releases go out. You know what I mean? Without Rob Manfred being on board and 23 of these owners thinking it's a good idea. Jason, I don't know exactly what the timing is going to be. Initially, I did hear months, but in the last couple of days, I've seen reports about the spring or weeks or heard along those lines, things to that effect. So it would seem to me that, yes, this will go forward. I don't see any reason why it won't go forward, but I don't know the exact Mm -hmm. timetable. I can't say I do. Ken, one of the things that everyone's most excited about with this new ownership group is the influx in money and payroll that we envision. What is realistic moving forward once this is all in place in terms of payroll for this club? I don't know. And that is going to depend on how much David Rubenstein and his group is willing to spend. It's as simple as that. And I don't expect that we will see again at least in the next couple of years, what we saw in the late nineties, which is when they were a top five payroll team. In fact, they had the highest payroll, I believe in 98 or 99. That is unrealistic. I think they're suddenly going to be the Dodgers. Now at the same time, should they be higher than a bottom five team that they've been for the last several years under John Angelos? Yeah. And I would expect somewhere from 15 to 20 in the rankings Depending on, of course, how... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. How they do and attendance and how things go. And of course, the other thing that's going to be a huge question here going forward is Masson and how that revenue translates to the future. And no one seems to know exactly where that's going. Obviously, with cord cutting and streaming and direct-to-consumers, things swirling around, I don't even know how viable Masson is for the future. And that was, of course, a moneymaker for them. So it's a huge question exactly what they'll be able to do. But at some point, I would think 
you will hear from Rubenstein, we will hear from Rubenstein, and he will say that they're going to spend more. I can't imagine them spending less. Right. I will say this too, before I end this thought. Going back to 93, when Peter Angelos took over the team, there was a lot of excitement, very, very similar to the excitement the city is feeling now. I remember vividly, I was there then. Yeah. And of course, Peter Angelos turned out to be a good owner in some ways, not so good owner in other ways. So the mere fact that he's going to spend money, we think, he, he being Rubenstein, it's not necessarily a panacea. It's got to be done correctly, and they've got to still be smart. They're always going to have to be smart because they're not going to spend like the Dodgers, Mets, Yankees, those teams. The, one of the most interesting things to me about this whole thing, Kenny, is like in most sports when this stuff happens, it's under duress. Right, Donald Sterling says something horrifically racist out loud, and the Clippers are for sale. You know what I mean? Like uh, with the Carolina Panthers situation, and you've got an owner doing despicable things, and it comes out, and oh, you're going to sell the team. Dan Snyder in Washington, like even with the Mets, it, it wasn't anything like that. But you, it was kind of like, well, who who's going to be gone? Right? How are they going to reboot this? You've got a general manager who keeps winning awards. You've got a, a manager who keeps winning awards. The team just won 100 games. You're loaded for bear with young, cheap labor that are years away from you having to give any money to if you don't want to. This just feels so different on all those levels. Like, they don't have to come in chopping heads being the bad guy. It's like, don't bleep it up. That's true, Jason. And that's a good point. When you first started talking about the duress, I thought you meant financial duress. Yeah. And if you read our story today, the one I did with Richard Rowley, Oh, no, no, I get that. Yeah, There is some financial duress. Yes. But, and I'm talking about the family, the Angelos family. Yes. But what you say is absolutely accurate. And you're coming into a turnkey situation. You just show up and make things better and let Elias do his thing. I'd like to see Elias spend on some free agents. Oh, yeah. Players to multi-year deals, but he hasn't been able to. Or make a big boy so, trade. We, we've been waiting for that. Or make a big boy trade. That I find less fault with than the other stuff. And I don't even find fault with him for that. But it's yes. a failing of the organization. So certainly, it's a great situation to inherit. And one of the things, and we wrote this story today about how people in the industry, the baseball industry, view the price as low. And one of the reasons they view it as low is because this organization, this franchise, this city, has been seen as a sleeping giant for some time now. Now, I know Baltimore's not the same as it was in the 90s, but there are things happening where people believe it's coming back. And certainly the team is in a great spot and still the best ballpark in the world with 600 million improvements coming. There's a lot to like here. We're talking to Ken Rosenthal. It's Inside Access here on the fan. Ken, they have spent even less money this year than they did a year ago so far. I, maybe this is a crazy question, but could this whole thing have impeded any kind of progress they could have been making this offseason? I don't believe so. I think what impeded it is John Angelos's restrictions that he imposed on their budget. That is different than the sale process impeding it. Certainly the ownership, the current ownership, did impede that. They've not been able to spend like we all think they should. And I don't know that even the most enthusiastic fan believes they should go out and sign Blake Snell for, two, right. Blake Snell for nope. $270 million. Nope. No. But there are things you could do. And this isn't a great free agent market also. That's been part of the problem with this. But there certainly are things that can be done that should be done 
and they haven't done that. For instance, Kyle Gibson gave them 192 innings last year. He was basically a league average pitcher, maybe a little bit better, but those 192 innings have a lot of value. And I know Grayson Rodriguez and Kyle Bradish are really good, and they are, but you still need that veteran guy who's going to take the ball every fifth day and give you innings, and they have not addressed that. That is a failing, and in Elias' defense on the trade front, I'll say that nobody else has traded for Dylan Cease and nobody else has traded for Corbin Burns, so obviously the prices were ridiculously high. You don't want to see him do something stupid, but you can make the case still that they are so loaded in the farm system that they have duplicates and they can do some things that other teams can't. Ken, with this not being officially official, but you know it looks like it's trending in that direction in the coming weeks, could you expect this team to make a move in free agency or make a contract extension to one of their young stars in the meantime? That's a good question. I don't know that would happen before it became official. Mm-hmm. I don't know that if you're the Rubenstein group, you can take that chance when, yes, you're coming with 240% of the team, and yes, you are going to have control. You're going to be the control person, David Rubenstein. But I don't know that he'll be in position to dictate that, and the timing of it, I'm not sure that they'll be able to take advantage of it in this free agent market. Now, with extensions, keep in mind, Gunnar Henderson is represented by Scott Boris. Yes. I can't remember the last time Scott Boris did an mm-hmm. extension for a guy like Gunnar Henderson. It doesn't happen. No. You can look at Juan Soto. He's the better example of right. this. He's about to become a free agent because he didn't sign a $440 million extension with the Nationals. Right. So, and that was, he was further along than Henderson. So I don't necessarily see that happening, but Adley would be a guy. He's not represented by Boris. You certainly could approach him. Pitchers are a little bit more challenging because, Obviously, pitchers get hurt. Yeah. You could do it with Kyle Bradish and Rick Grayson Rodriguez. You could talk about it with Jackson Holiday, but he's another Boris guy, so forget it. Um, we were just talking the last hour because uh, we've been in football-heavy mode here. We didn't miss much during the Ravens' playoff pursuits in terms of the AL East actually being the big, bad AL East. I mean, the Yankees made a trade that anybody would trade. I mean, they didn't have to give up any of their real bats to get Juan Soto. I mean, good for them, but like they haven't done anything else. Toronto seems to like finish in second or third for guys. That seems to be their MO. Like, Red, Sox real guys. Red Sox are getting booed because they said they don't want to pay for baseball players anymore. And we know that Tampa is dealing with some situations. Like, this doesn't feel, to me, like the AL East of what was like when the Orioles last were spending big, as you mentioned. You know what I mean? And when when Angelos yeah. was a top-five spender. Like, this doesn't feel like that. No, it doesn't. The only caution I will say there, Jason, is last year was kind of a magical year for them. And I won't say everything went right because that's not the case and it's never the case with a baseball team. But, man, they had a really good run. It was good from start to finish. When they hit obstacles, they overcame them. They just had one of those really good years, which is, I guess, why it's a shame. Of course, they lost in the first round to Texas, but Texas, of course, won the World Series. So I don't know that you can expect the the progression simply to go up and up and up and up. It's not how – the world works, not how the game works. But at the same time, the point you make is entirely valid. They don't seem to be it's all in, Kenny, right? The they don't seem it's to be all in living or dying with winning a ring. That's not the vibe I'm getting from these owners in front offices. I would say the Yankees are, but 
their team is flawed. And there are a ton of questions with that rotation beyond Cole. Mm-hmm. Strowman should be okay, but just okay. I don't know if he's going to be an all-star again like he was last year. And with Rodon and Cortez, these guys are coming off injuries. They've traded a lot of depth. They parted with a lot of that in the Soto trade. So they do have some young pitchers coming that are pretty interesting. But, yeah, I know what you're saying, and I can't disagree with it. The Red Sox I don't like as – an organization right now where they are. The Rays, they're going to be good. They'll figure it out, even though they've done a lot of things and lost a lot of players. But the division, your point is about, it's not the same. Toronto has struck out on its major pursuits. That said, there's just nothing guaranteed, guys. Sure. And you guys know that. And listen, I'll just take it to a football analogy. Going into that game last week, I don't know that anyone thought the Ravens were – not going to win that game in Baltimore. We've watched them the whole year, right? Yeah. And it just wasn't their day. So it's hard to do that for a full year. Have, a, have it not be your year, but it's just not as easy as saying, wow, everything looks great on paper. That never works. Ken Rosenthal, always great, man. Thanks, Thank buddy. you so much for your time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Enjoy yeah. Arizona. <laughs> Coming up next, we'll get the text of the day. We'll preview tomorrow's show. We'll get you ready. It's BFD, correct? Oh, BFD, full blown. Yeah, yeah. He's full blown tonight. BFD at six right here on the fan. Inside Access. Check one, two. Check. 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 All right, guys. Uh, there, I actually had a text of the day earlier, but uh, there's some breaking news uh, in the front. So uh, there's ac- there's actually somebody else that wanted to leave the text of the day today. Oh, really loved your Mike McDonald interview earlier, <laughs> and I miss him here already. Should have been promoted to head coach here. We better start planning for Zach Orr being named the future head coach and waiting. Otherwise, you might be stuck with me at the helm running the ball six times in the AFC championship game. Wow. That's a a much more introspective fake fake Todd Munkin (laughs) than the one who joined us earlier, who was also fake and computer reproduced. Yeah, wow. He He seems to be a little more peace yeah. with what happened and a little less angry. We <laughs> called earlier in the show we called angry fake monks. Evil. He threatened a lot can happen in two hours. He threatened <laughs> to cut us with his play sheet. Evil evil monk. He was out for blood. Legit out what, for blood. What did he call uh, Zay Flowers? Tiny? Is that what he said? Yeah. He yeah. called us chowderheads. Yeah, he did call us chowderheads. How, Very angry. how about that? Mike McDonald loved the show and fake Todd Munkin. <laughs> Listen he did a 180 show. after yeah. the McDonald interview. Yes. He did a total 180, <laughs> and his fake re- replies. Uh, so that a, was not Todd Munkin. That was not anyone listening. Hey, to we, the we were busy today, including Mike McDonald, the new head coach of the Seahawks. If you want to listen to it, go to the Odyssey app. Go to Twitter. The interview. You can also are, listen to the fake Todd Munkin. You can, yeah, Todd Munkin, 345. Totally fake. Go back. Evil Todd Monkett. Uh, what do we have on tomorrow's he show? He had some stuff to say. Yes, he did. Tomorrow's show, Melissa Kim will be joining us because Eric DaCosta, John Harbaugh, season-ending ending oh, press conference tomorrow. Oh, we'll be going to that there, Bob. Yeah, we'll both be there. Tomorrow at 11, Ariel Epstein, get our best bets with her. Super Bowl champion, Brian Billick, will be joining us. Mark Gannis, John Mioli, a partridge in a pear tree. You don't want to miss it. Coming up next... 
Don't full tease blown that BFD. By the way, if you're looking for something to do later, Towson game on Monumental. Oh. Or go. It's or at go. the TU Arena. But, I have to go to something with my sons, otherwise I'd be there. But I want to give Jimmy Sunshine a shout Jimmy out. Jimmy Sunshine he'll be, he'll on Monumental. The, yeah, he'll be on I will the call. be at the Towson game next week hosting Delaware. I will have the knuckleheads there. That'll be a big one. And Jimmy Sunshine will be on the call for that one as well. So if you're at home, mm-hmm. keep going. CAA basketball is good basketball. Better shooters than uh, some I've seen in the Big Ten. Anyhow. Well, hopefully Kaiser's got it figured out. Yeah, though. BFD coming up next. We'll talk to you tomorrow, too, here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.